Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. This, ladies and gentlemen, is proof there is a God because Paul McCurio is with us. He is at uh, House Comedy tonight. Of course, you can see him on the Colbert Show. You're on there more than Stephen Colbert now, aren't you? Say again? I said you're on the Colbert Show more than Stephen Colbert now, aren't you? Yeah, well, he, yeah, his appendix burst. Eh, couldn't walk it off. I gotta have an Big operation, deal. baby. Candy, yes. <laughs> no question. But my favorite part of this next part is I've already warned people there are now two Italians on the screen. <laughs> and the great part of it is Paulie was just bitching about his Italian cousin, Bobby. <laughs> Oh, here's Bobby Sansevier. Hey. What timing? How you doing, Bobby? I, I'm doing good. Thanks a lot. Hey, didn't I see you in the crowd with uh, Tommy DeVito's mother and father and that uh, agent of his? Yeah, I'm going to stick you with a knife when I see you, all right, my friend? I didn't have to take I, this, any shit this from is, you. Yeah. This is incredible. I thought of you the other day because I started watching Bookie, and I said – Paul Mercurio or Cesario could have played the Sebastian Maniscalco part because you guys would kill it just like he is. Yeah. Have you seen Bookie, any of you? I have, no, I haven't seen it yet. No. no. It's terrific. But, again, he is playing the same role you could play. He's a bookie in L.A. trying to make it work great. Some great cameos yeah. are in it. I mean, uh, you know, it's by Chuck Lorre. And uh, was it Nick Bakay, the guy that did, did King of Queens? He's done. Oh yeah, movies. Nick Bakay. Yeah, I know Nick. Yeah, Bakay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's uh, it's it's just it's very funny. It's, yeah, it's good stuff. Are you from this so. area originally? I was. I grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, I could see. You seem like. A, <laughs> yeah, I got that look. Yeah, there you, yeah, go. you seem a little dirty. Like you know. Yeah. Like. Well, you, I haven't bathed yet today, so that <laughs> could be part of. No, it. I mean more. I mean morally and ethically. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know that there were, where people are buried in the woods out in uh, Jersey. I Pine Barrens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like God. a million square watt miles or acres of, of nestled in the Pine Barrens. Exactly. Are you going to do the seven fishes for Christmas Eve? You're gonna do, I'm doing the set. We're doing the seven fishes. That's a big thing. Now we used to, growing up, we used to, uh, you know, there was always lobster and, uh, and shrimp. Yeah. And we also had, now, did you ever have because we grew up near the jersey shore and needles we would we would have needles yeah that would wash no, up no, on the crab shore. we would have crab crab sauce with the spaghetti yeah you catch the crabs and mm -hmm. then you use the sauce and we'd they'd put it in the uh, freezer all winter and we'd have that instead of uh, you know the meatballs who who cares about meatballs nah, you gotta have it sauce. yeah and we'd have fried you know smelts. what i'm saying fried smelts of these little fish that my mother would love she would they would like, oh i never them. had those yeah no, it's like basically eating bait. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty much true. So you've carried on the tradition? Yeah, well my sister does it and uh you know with my uh and you know her brother her her husband and her kids and stuff like that. So yeah, and it's just like eat eat and it's just like a ton of food and you know the usual thing. It's like just everybody just, you know, it's like it's like a, you know, 
everybody's about to go to their own execution. So they're just like eating <laughs> like it's like there's no tomorrow, you know, and it's like, oh, you got me a sweater. It doesn't fit, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> no, I got to be professional here, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Brad Sean Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Brad Sean Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bob Sansevier. Bobby and Paulie. With the, you want to do sports, Bob? You want to talk crime? What do you want to talk? Can I just ask yeah, a quick you... question? Do you have both your legs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That's right. No, that segment was the last oh, one. Oh, let me guess. Your right arm is a stump. Okay, good. All right, great. Uh... <laughs> it was a great moment. That look on your face was phenomenal. <laughs> it was just wonderful. That's all I have to say. It, well, I, Eggert is. Uh, I don't know the background of what happened to him. Was it an accident? A basketball injury. Was it really? Yeah. So yeah, in he surgeons. had a bas- He had injured it, uh, repetitive use in sports, and then they had tried to fix it throughout the years. He'd had like what? Eighteen I think 15 surgeries, surgeries yeah, wow. to try to wow. fix it, and eventually, they were like, uh, "It's it's." There had been an infection with one of them, and so it was. It, it wasn't that long ago. It was like five years ago or four years ago he had it uh, removed. See, this is why over the last few decades I've become sedentary. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Mr. 11-hour. Yeah. That's why you cut your Fargo NBA career watching. short. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, I'm not moving. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm trying to picture in my mind you out for a run. Give me oh a break. Hey, I'll yeah, tell you okay. what. Back in the day, I was A, quite fetching, and B, I was a bit athletic. I used to run all the time. Hated it, but I did it. <laughs> I, I love that you it. used the word fetching. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So Back in the day. That is a, you're like a 90-year-old woman from the 20s. <laughs> She's fetching. My stars. So Bob, what's your big <laughs> news story, uh, sports story today? You got one? Well, I mean, the big thing is uh, Nick Mullins and what kind of, you know, how, how long he can last and what he can do for your Vikings. Although mm-hmm. – the best line of the last two weeks is by P.J. Fleck. When he mentioned that Cole Kramer will be the starting quarterback, he's the only option we have. Oh, What a ringing endorsement for this oh, kid. God. You know the story about this kid? He graduated, no. right? Fifth-year senior, graduated, was supposed to get married that mm-hmm. next weekend. And they basically, the rumor is they gave him a bunch of money to come back and play. They found some NIL dough for yeah, him. 30000 Yeah. Paid him to yeah, come back. Yeah, and, he hey. could have gotten more. He should oh, have held for sure. out for more. Well, isn't the game on his, like, he's got to skip his wedding or something like that? Yeah, his wedding. Next weekend was going to be his wedding. The yeah. game's on the 26th. <laughs> he's probably and- like, thank God there's a game. He's probably. Okay. <laughs> I don't think but anybody here. on the Gophers team is saying, thank God we have another game okay. coming up. Now, I, I got to ask all, because all of you know something about football. You know what a quarterback rating is. And it is a little different in college. But what do you think his quarterback rating was or is? Did he even play? Does he even get one? Yeah, he got in, a, you know, he got in for a few plays. Give me a number, though. Give me his quarterback rating. I'm going to go with 18. All right. AJ, how about you? I'll be a little more general. I'm going to say, like, 40. Tom? I'll go 62. All right. Brittany? I'll go f- I'll go 54. All right. Paul? 23. Minus 200. 
What? I didn't even think it was possible to have what? a negative. Yeah, can that be he, negative? Yeah. What did he do? Throw he three threw, picks in a row? He threw one and... pass and it was intercepted. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it was a pick six. Shouldn't you be arrested so if you have that QB rating? <laughs> so Isn't that in theory, for... I have a better QB rating than he. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. Yeah, he you do. Yours got is 30 zero. grand, the minus 200 rated quarterback. Or rated... <sighs> oh, hey guys, Paul's got to Paul's got to bounce. i got to run, oh, but I'll, I'll be back uh, later for the uh, family podcast. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Paulie. All right. See you guys. I'm bringing back uh, meatball nice sandwiches for everybody. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Mercurio, ladies and gentlemen, uh, at the House of Comedy tonight and tomorrow night, of course, on the Colbert Show every damn day as a producer and a performer and all the rest of it. Now he's got his own play on Broadway. Big shot. He's bigger than Maniscalco. Absolutely. There's no hey, question about oh, it. Tom, if you haven't realized i'm going to give you another bit of info for watching you got to bookie is great because it's only like it's a half hour show which means it's 22 23 minutes an episode first six of eight episodes are out already uh reacher started yesterday oh, i two. love reacher season it's phenomenal yeah he's fun he's fantastic is he like six five or something like that he's yeah. huge he's a huge guy but it's this one i'll just give you the quick overview his old crew from the one 110th Special Investigators Unit. They're uh, they're getting some of them are getting back together to find out what happened to the other ones. You know, their other yeah. half of their crew, Love and it's just show. terrific because he's not a loner right now, and it's just great. No, seriously, I loved that first season. It was terrific. That's why we love this because I believe in the books, Jack Reacher's like six four. Yeah, he's huge. He's he basically they found a guy that fit Lee Child's description of Jack Reacher, not. Tom Cruise, who's, who's five, five, five two. six. Yeah, it's <laughs> Isn't it the guy that played Fad Castle on Blue Mountain State? I believe so. I tall, know. tall, buff, like kind of blonde hair, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I know that guy. <laughs> oh, he's terrific. Uh, that show was really, really good. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. yeah the first three episodes are out. So Thank you. Because now I got something to watch. It. Oh, by the way, Tevin, you recommended a movie to Catherine, and we watched it, and it was good. It was too long, but it was good. Um, what the hell's her name again? I haven't seen her in a movie in a while. Julia Roberts. When Julia Roberts. Yeah. Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. That's exactly it. Did you watch that movie? I saw it. I thought it was it was very good, but it's also it's it's too close to what could really happen. That's probably true. But didn't you think it was a bit too long? It was two hours and fifteen minutes. Should have been about a buck forty-five, don't you think? I, I didn't mind it was a bit maudlin, but I mean, maudlin, I liked yeah. it. It kept my, it certainly kept my attention. And the guy, uh, it was good. Yeah. He was, the, it Marsala was the star of Green Book or Marshala. Uh, yeah. He's terrific, yeah, a terrific actor. And uh, I, I mean, I did, yeah, I did enjoy it. And, uh, what happened to the poor son without getting into any detail? My God. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, that's a good one. But, Bookie is funny. I want to let you know that it's very funny. It's and the great cameos. Remember Chuck Lorre and uh, Charlie Sheen had the big rift. Yeah. Well, apparently they might have patched it up because they make a reference really? to Charlie Sheen being a degenerate gambler, and I'm thinking, well, he's taking a shot at him. But then Charlie Sheen shows up as a degenerate gambler. <laughs> really? He's lampooning himself. It it is real. It, it's really good. You got to see. Off, it. Is he pissed off everybody in Hollywood, Charlie Sheen? Well, he's made up with uh, Chuck Lorre, so yeah, not there's one. Uh, some really good movies out right now. I always, you know, rave about the streaming because streaming is wonderful. But there are a few really good movies that you know. Uh, was it Leave the World Behind? What is it? 
Yep. Yeah, I think that's yeah, Leave the right? World Behind on Netflix. Leave yeah. the World Behind, yeah. And then the other one, I keep forgetting the name. Uh, Holdovers. Holdovers. There you go. That one's terrific. That's a really good movie. Yeah. So we got some stuff. There's no doubt about that. It's no. Where's what's Bookie on? What channel? Bookie, I think, it's was on Max. On Max? Yep. It's or, on, yeah, yeah, Max. And so is uh, oh, okay. Reacher. Reacher's on Prime. I get it. It's hard to keep track of where they are. Yeah, there needs to be one app that you can just link all of your accounts to and scroll through on one continuous screen. You want to know what's really nice. frustrating, Tevin? I go on on like Google to see where they are. They you they don't tell you where they are. Yeah, you know what? it really doesn't. It doesn't identify. Like if you go to a Wikipedia thing, it doesn't tell you. You'll find it on Vid Prime Video. Usually, Bob, if you just type in the name of the show, like. On, at least on Google Chrome, if you're using that yeah. web browser, on yeah. the side, it, it usually it will, will tell, tell you. you. Yeah, usually it'll tell you where it is. I'm with, I'm with Bob, though, on this because sometimes, like, because a lot of these programs will, like, switch where mm. they are month to month. Like, yes. you'll go on, it'll be like, yeah, you can watch it on Netflix. And then you go to Netflix, it's nowhere to be found. So then it's a wild goose chase of, really? all right, yeah. now let's go HBO Max. Now let's go Amazon Prime. We're, and then and then it's on something I've never heard of, like, Voodoo TV Plus negative. Like, yeah. Well, and, you know, and that's Fargo is like that. Because mm -hmm. I finally found Hulu it, on Hulu. But it's also, it says it's on other stations. But, like, the first mm -hmm. four seasons, you'll find some, one place. And then season five is someplace else. It's uh, but you know, you just spend a lot of time clicking around trying to look for it. But that I think that's done by design, so you come across other shows. Bob, I'm telling you, I'm still milking season four. That is probably, in my estimation, the best season so far of Fargo. That it's phenomenal. It's a great season. God, is it good? But season five, you have started that or not? No, no, I guess I think I have six episodes of season four still because I don't like barrel through them. I like slowly milk them. You know what I mean? You got a power watch. <laughs> got a power watch. And now you also you need to do that with Bookie because we're talking. You know, they do put commercials in. So what? You, six episodes right now. You, you'd be done in three hours. Less. Oh, good. Because I got nothing better to do with my life. The problem is you can't power through the commercials. They will not no, you let can't. you fast forward. They will not sucks. let you do that. That's an absolute truth. If you get into commercial, don't even try to, to fast forward it because it will not work. Yes, build your pee breaks around the commercials. <laughs> Bob, I want to let you know I've worked Power Watch into my like daily vernacular now. I say it all the time. I can't stop. Me too. Power really? watching. Yeah. That's not a, a. It's not already a normal term. No, binge watching really is what, <laughs> what is the societal acceptable binge watching. Uh, yeah. Binge. It's a, I power I've watch definitely been like using I, that around the house uh, to yeah. convey like, oh yeah, I power watch yeah. the Real Housewives for work. Right. Well, do but you, you like, power walk? Right. That's power walking. Wasn't that an expression? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But do you do I you want to watch this show? Sedentary. Do you want to watch this show or would you like to power watch? I cannot oh. watch a show. I have to. However many episodes are out, I'm watching them all. Yeah. I don't have the patience. I'm, you know, I'm the same way, Bob. Well, you did that with Obliterated, what? Oh, right? yeah. Didn't that that was that? a uh, press play, and I don't care how early I have to get up tomorrow morning. We are finishing this. Did you start that yet, Tom? I have not started that yet, but I do have a comment on uh, season four of Fargo. Yeah. Chris Rock is a damn good actor. He's phenomenal as an he's actor. Really good. Seriously. If it's you haven't totally seen him, he's terrific. Just take out that Schwartz spiral movie out of the mix. Remove that because that was bad. But everything else oh, I've seen him in is spiral. 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 Yeah, it's I like a jigsaw off-brand horror film. It was, oh, it was not good. It has one of the worst like shots of all time. 
what the last episode you watched, so I know I have an idea of where you are. What happened, roughly? I know this is going to really close in on uh, the, the episode for you. A lot of people got killed. <laughs> okay, well, that one, I yeah, that could be anywhere from 1 to 10. 1 to 10, it could be in there. It's the one where where Chris Rock really begins to to come forward with his power and his attitude. He just, that scene where he's talking to one of the other thugs and one of the other groups, he is so convincing. Like, I'm just, he's really, really good. Uh, a season, it, it's episode five. I, oh, you're halfway you know, through. A lot of people get killed. I love the Italian guy, the big Italian guy, who's just a prick. That You know the guy I'm talking about? Yes, the, the brother of Jason Schwartzman. Right? Yeah, there you go. It's the brother. He is phenomenal also. God, is he good. Has he has he had any redeeming qualities yet? Because at not one point yet. he gets it. Okay, so it's it's going <laughs> to be very yet. interesting as he evolves. You know, the character evolves. Yeah, uh, it's you know I know I keep saying it over and over, but streaming is phenomenal. The movies that that you guys have been recommending, the last three, as a matter of fact, have uh, been terrific. I didn't care for that seven hour one. What was that again? What the hell is it called? Killer the Flower like Moons. Yeah, Killer of the Flower Moon. It's three and a half hours long. It's like, for no way. That was my thought. It could have been a lot shorter. And yeah, it could have been a lot shorter. Now, I have talked to people who've watched all four and into the fifth season of Fargo, and they say season one is the best with Billy Bob Thornton. Definitely. Well, it's great. Season, season one was good. I enjoyed it. I started to try to watch season two, and I got about 30 minutes in, and I was like, I can't do another. This is I might have to skip season two, but yeah. season four. But, yeah, I thought season one was great you know what i wonder where's all this money coming from for these episodic shows that go 10 yeah you know yep. 10 episodes and there's a lot of money going into these things a lot of them aren't cheaply made and i i'll tell you that uh i watched the latest episode of monarch that's the monster one these oh the godzilla monst- show yeah the godzilla one but they're every bit as good the godzilla as he is in the movies you know what I mean? So I don't know where that what you've seen it, Brittany. Uh, I tried to defend you the other day because you recommended this, and everyone I know has recommended this show, The Monarch. What? Monarch, you don't like it? No, I I think it's gonna be good. I haven't seen it yet, and they AJ and Tevin made fun of me for twenty minutes that I was recommending a Godzilla show. But tell or Bob, why should they watch it? Because it's entertaining. You know what? I'm sold. I'm sold. That was not helpful. Yeah, to the top that, of my yep. list. Let me tell you. I like it. It's very entertaining, and I would power watch it if they wouldn't come out with drib and drab one episode a week. I hate that. Just do they what do Netflix lot, does. Netflix gives you all of them. <laughs> you know? Is uh, there anyone, because I would have to say at our house, Hulu and Freebie, which, yeah, that's on Amazon that? too. Never watch that. You never watch Freebie? What do they have on? What kind of show? Is it more oh, episodes? Jury, or is it jury Duty is the big one that's on Freebie. It's, and Freebie is essentially just Amazon Prime, right? Like the free yes. version of yep. it? Yeah. Oh, right. oh, so it's free. That's yeah. not like a play on words? No, so Freebie. TV. TV. Freebie. Free oh, I, I see. Bob, I see. I see. There's a show yeah. on there called Corner Gas, and if you don't laugh at that, that show, you have no sense of humor. Corner Gas. All right, I'll check well, it out. Corner Gas is 22 minutes long per episode, six seasons of it. It's a Canadian show. And I think, yeah, have you got other guys watched watched uh, Corner nope. Gas? No. The only, like, Canadian show I watch is, like, Letterkenny. You seen that? And Shit's mm-hmm. Creek. Shit's Creek. That was a Canadian show. That's true. Uh, let me tell you something about your buddy, Michael Bryant. 
So there are six seasons, I believe 13 episodes per season. Watch the whole six seasons in one weekend. <laughs> hey, 36 hours. Hey, my God. He power watches. He does power watch, but it's very, very good. Very well written, very well acted. I think you'd like it. To, you know, to lighten the moment, you go from Fargo to, to Free V and watch uh, Corner Gas. Well, I, I had mentioned to him this morning because he was on the BS show about uh, Bookie, and he didn't. I didn't mention Sebastian Maniscalco, so he looked into it, and he just sends me, you didn't tell me Sebastian, you know, because he's apparently a fan of Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco is pretty good. I, I just, uh, he's very hard to talk to, I will tell you that. Did you ever interview him, Bob? No, I didn't realize that. He's not a poor Mercurio then. No, so he's not Paul Mercurio. He, he's difficult. He's He's kind of close guard he, he guards himself very closely and i'm not saying he's a bad interview he's just he's hard to interview i did not i didn't realize that no It'll uh, now, is he uh is he part of the mercurio cesario group i mean the is one of the italian comics but are they buddies do you know i didn't ask paul i, I didn't want to you know have him say i hate the guy I will ask him this after uh, or later on this. It's not yeah. quite this afternoon. It's 1130. He's coming back on the family podcast. So I'll ask him at that. I don't know if he knows Sebastian or not. I would assume he does. Yeah, Absolutely. Their paths have had to have crossed at some point. Yeah. yeah. And, but he, and seriously, Mercurio could have played the same role. Oh, he's he's a phenomenal actor. You ever seen him act? Mercurio? Yeah, he's really what has good. He been in? He's been in some movies, right? Uh, he's been in a few, yeah. I'll have to check him out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, on stage and all the rest of it, he just... Uh, that guy, when he goes up on a stage, like when he used to come, again, he's at House Comedy again tonight. But I saw him at the Improv in uh, Florida many years ago. That And he goes through the crowd. He walks through this gigantic crowd, and he's talking to everybody, and he's taking stuff off there. To, he, he engages people amazingly well. Really good at it. Don't tell him I said that. No, no. The guy's got riz. Yeah, he's got there you riz. go, Bob. He's got some riz to him. And Bob, some of the listeners are trying to help you out here. The we've got Thomas who said if you download an app called Just Watch, it will tell you. You can put the name of whatever show you're looking oh, for, right. and it'll tell you what uh, platform it's on. Thank oh, you good. for that, Thomas. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And Aaron agrees with you that uh, Bookie is amazing. Yeah, terrific. So it literally is about a bookie. That's what it's yes, about. it's about a bookie in L.A. who's trying to keep it, you know, keep it going because I think he's worried that California will change the rules where you could actually gamble. In the state. And oh, okay, yeah. Him. But the, the characters in there, a lot of cameos. It's uh, it's well worth it. Well, and, I'll love, I got something new to watch. I got a couple of things new to watch now. And let me ask all of you this question, because my son tonight, he told me yesterday he's dropping his dogs off, because he's going to Duluth to watch Seinfeld tonight. Why is Seinfeld doing Duluth? Uh, it's a smart he, move, actually. It is a it is a college town, which, you know. Yeah, it's a, yeah that's true. It's smart for him to do that because he's, you know, getting up in age now. So appealing to the younger audience, the college audiences, it's, I assume that's why he's doing it. I don't know but for he, sure, yeah. but he could I pack think, any venue even now, couldn't he? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. When, when they're willing to write you the check, you show up and you do the yeah. jokes. That's, yeah. I think, what this uh, boils oh, down to. Duluth got the big money, huh? Yeah, you know. Maybe Cole Kramer should have went to UMD. He could have gotten 35 grand out of them. <laughs> Isn't. Seinfeld's net worth pretty close to now a billion dollars. Oh, if it doesn't exceed it, it he's worth a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, 
Hey, don't all jump to it looking it up at the same time. Okay? Isn't he? Uh, isn't he also <laughs> making that uh, some of that curb your enthusiasm dough too? Wasn't he? Absolutely. Part of that? He would. You know, he's one of the producers of that as well. Uh, I just he and Larry David were a good fit. They really were. It looks like he's clocking in at about nine hundred and fifty million. Oh, so he's nowhere near a billion. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Duluth triple put him over the top. So he's just shy, just fifty million shy. A billion dollars for doing a TV show. That's I mean, he does a lot of stand up around the country and all the rest wow. of it, a lot of TV work and all that. But nine fifty, pretty amazing. Not too shabby. All right, Sandy, is that everything? I didn't give you anything, but yeah, that's all. <laughs> no, just your presence is all yeah, yeah. we need. Yeah, Vikings, blah blah. Watch him see what happens with Nick Mullins. <laughs> You're not too impressed. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, I, we'll see. I mean, this is, they're going to make the playoffs because every other, except for the first wildcard team, which would be Dallas or the Eagles, mm-hmm. the other wildcard teams are going to just suck. And both yeah. of them, the two could be with losing records. That's true. And, you know, they'll likely be one of them because they got the edge. They, the one with the win, you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they got the seven wins. The other ones are all at six. So it's going to be pathetic. Yeah. It, not an exciting season. There's no, there's no getting around it. Not a whole lot of exciting going on in the sports world, other than you got your NBA team still kicking ass, don't we, Tevin? Uh, yeah. I think did they just play. I they won again. See, they they won the yesterday? last. They lost, and they won again. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. they're still tied for the best record in the NBA with your Celtics. Yeah. At this no, point in the uh, Wolves season, we're just kind of doing a victory lap until the playoffs start. It's nice to figure okay. out. We're it's, okay. normally we're uh, you know are we going to get the seven seed or the eight seed, and now we're looking at other teams to see who we're going to play as the number one seed. So we're excited. And I think it was brilliant. They said to hell with the in season tournament. Let's get knocked out. Yeah. So we don't have to deal. Yeah, with you that. get an that easier schedule. Save yeah, the legs. Sure. So, Bob, we got to close with this one. Um, yes. What were your feelings about LeBron James not taking his hat off or not, or sitting down during the national anthem? What do you think of that? I'm not a big LeBron guy because I think he's been an arrogant so and so for you know decades. Yeah. No, but no, I, 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 these guys do it. It what it does is it's just a reflection on them. People will will make their opinion based on that. I think yeah. I show some respect. You're living. How much money does he make a year? How many millions? At least, about billionaire. At, least, at least like five dollars a year. You could at make least, that in yeah. another country without going to prison, like that uh, woman did for the WNBA. No, you can't. You live in a great country that's given you all these opportunities, but you will not stand for the flag. It just to clarify, it wasn't that he wasn't standing for the flag. He entered the stadium and sat down. So it wasn't like a protest. He didn't call in Kaepernick anything. He just came in and just sat down in his seat, and it was during the national anthem. And so oh, that's he didn't the hear the anthem playing and decided but, to sit his ass down. I mean, it's he. It's <laughs> not like he was song? out there I've never and heard sat that down. Before. He's not. He's not protesting the national anthem. Then why did he? I'm not sit? saying he did, but he didn't show any respect either. Oh. So it kind of meets in the middle. Where did he go to watch his kid play? Is that where? Uh, he yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Indeed. All you know right, he's better. Okay, he's better than everyone else. He does what he wants because he's LeBron James. Big deal. Pretty much it. Hey, get back to us when you've uh, won seven NBA titles and and beat uh, Michael Jordan. Good luck with all that. And we uh, don't count we don't count the in season tournament as a title. Well, they're hanging a banner. Does. Yeah, I know they hung a banner. How about that? <laughs> oh God, real? They did actually. Oh, that's embarrassing. That's like the Wolves hanging a banner when they, they're they the eighth seed going into the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All Thank right. you, Sandy. See you guys. Great job, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Sansevier Sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. 
and the laughs, the humor, the good feelings continue. Another special guest coming up right after this break. How wonderful is that, don't you think? Oh, it's tremendous, right? All we ever do is deliver. Uh, deliver, I say. KL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products and is preferred choice among trap enthusiasts, waterfowl hunters. For over 25 years, KL is an authorized SKB shotgun dealer with a huge selection of youth models, has a huge selection of trap loads. Fall hunting is here. Head to KL Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. KL now has a lot of the calibers that have been, let's say, hard to find. KL Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned, offers first responder and veteran discounts. Check this out. Mention this show, receive a 10% off anything in the store. And again, that's anything in the store. KNL is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.klgunstore.com. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-ZERORES. That's 952-ZERORES. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res car. Most folks know that the Grand Old Creamery has been iconic in the Twin Cities as a small batch handcrafted ultra premium ice cream parlor with over 300 flavors and 32 on hand at any given time at their St. Paul Grand Avenue and Minneapolis Cedar Avenue locations. What you might not know about this third generation family owned and operated delicious dessert destination is that the taste of the Grand Old Creamery with 14% butterfat and locally sourced dairy from farms within a 100 mile radius of the metro is in a store near you. Right now. That's right. Nicely priced pints and the most popular flavors of Grand Old Creamery are patiently waiting and coolly placed in the frozen section of your favorite high quality grocer. And if you're feeling a little Santa like, ho ho ho, it's me, Santa. Our eggnog and winter wonderland flavors are available for a limited time for you to stock up on our Grand Avenue location only. The main in Minnesota taste of Grand Old Creamery awaits everyone at Lunds Byerly's, Kowalski's, Hy-Vee, and find your nearest store at grandoldcreamery.com. Then ask for a spoon. Indeed. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre. That's a fact. Because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed and nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. 
Whether you need a new Brian furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to saberheating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of, uh, well, not, one surprise that Tiffany came in early because I kind of did the pre-sell and then she shows up 10 minutes early, which is phenomenal. Thank you. Okay. I uh, I just wanted to adjust my mic. Yeah, I know. Well, I had to make up for the last time. I was late last the last time I came. I felt Typical. bad. I Typical. Know. Also with this tire car, ladies and gentlemen, don't be handing that stuff out to the people. You hear what I said? Eventually. What? You'll get yours eventually. Oh, eventually I'll get mine. Uh, every year. Now, how much How much of that stuff do you make every You must make a lot. Uh, you hand six it out badges. Like no... I make, yeah. That's all I do is hand them out. Coworkers, and families, friends. Would you consider them to be brownies? What What are they? Caramels. Caramel, yeah, caramel, like, like a caramel brownie kind of thing. You guys like homemade caramels? Oh, sure. yes. Absolutely. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, sucks to work from oh, home, Brittany. doesn't it, Brittany? Yeah. Oh, oh. Tom. I'm missing out on Paul. Individual now, caramel, let me show you. Get, Come yeah. on, Brittany. Oh, my God, this. Has, this. this. has real packaging. This uh -huh. has what this, the actual and there was hell is happening? A little piece of wax paper, so I know that, like, you know. It's buttery and just Oh, my soft. God. You have to leave me one. Leave me one. I'll come in on Monday. Leave me one. Brittany, I'm actually going to write your name on a box and then take it home. There's a whole <gasps> bunch. Don't worry about it. Okay, thanks, Ben. <laughs> oh, delicious. Unbelievable. I was going to say, if that's oh, coffee in your thermos. That? that's coffee in there it works really good with your coffee oh i'm sure i'm superstitious <laughs> about eating anything on air i i really am i've really? have you ever well have you ever like almost choke like you take a or like you almost choke on your own spit i'm mm. like i'm paranoid about it but yeah scared i'll choke yeah you don't want to choke on your own spit that would not be a good look there's no question so basically Brittany, everybody else is having caramels and you are just going Thank you. Look at them. They're having fun. I'm in a closet in Eden Prairie. Which is avoiding my one year old. That was your choice. Avoiding <laughs> my one year old. To have a so one year old nice. or to be in a closet? Oh, yeah, all everything okay. you just listed, it was your all choice. Yes. God, Bye. what a lineup, ladies and gentlemen. Tiffany Norton, we got Tire Car. What more could you ask for on a Friday? Not much. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've got caramels. I've, there's nothing in my life. I'm content. And you can go see Tiffany Norton at uh, New Hope Cinema Grill coming up. Yeah, your life's great. Yeah. I love that venue, by the way. I really, honest to God, because we used to live in Golden Valley back in the day. And it was maybe maybe 10 minutes from the house, something like that. That's a great venue. It is. And it's one of the few independent movie theaters left in the in the state. Yeah. I mean, in the country. Yeah. I mean, these are all getting gobbled up. And, um, you know, what's interesting, though, is less people have been engaging with movies in that. And that but the the comedy show that was started many years ago by Bill Bauer there 
has really been kind of a staple of their business as well. So it's a great community spot. They've done a ton to re kind of uh, rejuvenate that little uh, strip mall that it was in. When I first started there, there was a, uh, there was a business of ill repute. I will leave it at that. Um, What? Yeah. (laughs) We, well, the lights, generally speaking, there and there and it's defunct and I think it's okay for me to speak of it but I guess um it raised some suspicion when there were lights on at like 11 12 o'clock at night at the massage place yeah like all of a sudden yeah. oh wait we're open for business now that's not you know your average housewife necessarily but maybe it is uh, but maybe it is I don't know you never get a little <laughs> kink in your neck at uh, 11 o'clock at night that you're in an emergency gotta go get taken yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I was doing a weekend over there and I, I did one show and then they were like oh yeah there was a raid and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a raid I didn't know there was a raid there was I gosh I think I'm I hope I'm saying this story right and I'm remembering it right because I do have a, a fruitful imagination but yeah I want to say it was like 10, eight, 10 years ago. There used to be a place there, but it's very nice now. And now, and don't come yeah, to my show yes. thinking that that's still an option. <laughs> that's the Comedy way it is. And a massage afterwards. I mean, there's, I do have some male comics on the, the, the program that are starving artists. I don't want to speak for them. You know, I don't want to block no, any opportunities, that. but I'm, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I know there is a God now because when I met you, cause I was looking for somebody my entire life. Because as a little boy, and still to this day, one of my all-time heroes is Jackie Gleason. Mm-hmm. And when I see you, I get to go, nothing. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I finally time. get to say that to somebody like, nothing. What have you been up to? You and every boy on the playground since I've grown up. Yes. Yes. That they and Eddie Murphy. And then Eddie Murphy doing Jackie Gleason, which we really can't <laughs> yeah, do. Exactly. Well, it is a podcast. <laughs> we could. But yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to see Eddie Murphy's bit about me. I just heard everybody saying it to me. Mm-hmm. So then when I saw it, I was like, I'm going to get you, Eddie Murphy. I don't care if you're America's sweetheart. You don't care. You're going to get him. You're going to go after him. That's all there is to it. Yeah. It's been a, it's a, it's a really low, it's a slow con, Tom. It's, I understand. It's taken understand 30, 40 years. So how's biz? Everything good? Yeah. Well, I got laid off at my, my real job, my day job, which is, you know, Perfect for me for the holidays. Um, Where did you work? Well, I don't want to say exactly, but I was I was okay, back good. doing yeah. Well, yeah, um, but I was working. Good. I was doing mortgage banking again, which I had done oh, okay. previous to okay. doing stand up. I'd been in real estate and mortgages, and uh, yeah, you know, interest rates went up, things slowed down, and you know, everybody at first, you know, you never like to be laid off. But see, this is why I hate technology. And Tom, you're going to be honest with me. Now they don't have to fire you or lay you off in person anymore. I got it. No. I got a ping on my phone to attend an emergency teams meeting. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. And I and I go into my meeting, quote unquote, and um, chat is disabled. Cameras are disabled. Everything is disabled. You can only observe. You can only hear what they are saying to you. And the one guy who I'd worked with and I, you know, and I thought we were friends. He couldn't even look at the camera and I'm like, oh, but yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you're done. They're like, we feel really bad. It's super hard for us. Bye-bye. So me and 30 you know, some other people on the call well, were like, all right. Just a mass wow. layoff. Well, not mass. I mean, I mean, it, like, this, I mean this scales, but here's yeah. the thing. There's scales always in the real estate market. When mm. the mar- when the rate goes up, because we had rates so low, we did, we couldn't hire enough people to oh, get yeah. all the loans done. Yeah. And now you got, you know, 
And I, you know, I'm feral at this point. I've been in radio and comedy too long. They're like, go to this sales meeting. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I think I have COVID. Um, yeah, I was really bad. I was not a good, em- I wasn't a good employee. So thank you for the, thank you for the severance and thank you for the memories. Thank you. Well, I got to be honest with you because I've never been fired from a job in my life. He lied. <laughs> the, yeah. Never. Ev- yeah. Yeah. You. Never. Yeah. Every radio guy's got good firing stories. You think it might be enough? No, no, there are five of you, and I want to, and of course, the entire audience is involved in this as well. But do you think that just before I got fired from every job I've been fired from, uh, I somebody tried to impose something upon me I didn't want to do, and I said, no, I, I really don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> and they said, no, we insist you do it. And then mm-hmm. I told him, why don't you kiss my sister's black cat's ass? And then I got fired. I don't understand why you can't just tell the truth and keep your job. I don't understand why people can't be rational, right? I mean, there's correlation and causation. And that's clearly just correlation. There was a correlative effect of you saying it and then that. You know what I mean? I get it. I know it. exactly what you mean. Because, look, the only thing I don't ever want to be is my boss. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I would not get along with myself that if is I was true. my own boss. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get along with me. <laughs> I, just, I don't like authority. I mean, I, I look at the, the police, uh, you know, in the army. Uh, I, I understand all that stuff, but some of these guys at jobs, and it's mostly guys. Once there was a couple of women I hated, but they just—I don't know—they have to show off to everyone how just oh look at I'm in charge here. I hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah, especially you know? especially when they don't recognize that you're the one in charge. It's like, hello. Yeah, why would they not recognize that? Just because yeah. it's their company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Didn't <laughs> I back this thing? Didn't I create it? Oh, yeah. Uh, dang. Yeah, what the hell? So, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll be okay with it all, all the rest of it. No, but, um, I do have to ask, because I, I ask everybody this. Is it harder to do comedy now that everybody's so damn touchy about everything? Mm. You know, that's an interesting question. Um, for me, I haven't, it's, it was hard just to get back into the rhythm of it because we just hadn't okay. done it for so long, but, um, no, but I've never really been like a super political comedian or anything like that. I'm right, more, I'm right. more, I'm more everyday observational, mm-hmm. more like uh, storytelling a little bit more. Um, but I'm never really trying to, so, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, I'm not trying to tick people off, but I'm trying to push the envelope a little bit. But I want everybody to leave and have a good time. You know, I don't want anybody to feel like they got they got picked on. Yeah. If you're a yeah. heckler, you're going to get picked on. I mean, there's no there's no ifs yeah. about yep. that. But most people have paid a lot of money to get a daycare, you know, babysitter. They got dressed up. They made plans. They want to come see this. I don't want hot takes from someone half my age that's just kind of designed to just, like, you're going to come into my town and tell me how to think. It's like, eh. mm-hmm. but, you know, have a little grace with it. You know, like, meet people. They're, these are adults, and they're paying to see you. So, you know, yeah, I don't try to I don't try to sew too much as far as that goes. But, yeah, I mean, some of the places so you do hear more conversations, though, from venues about like what kind of stuff do you do? And there's definitely more of a request for oh. clean comedy. You know, there's more there's mm-hmm. more query, I would say, about it. But uh, the thing I'm losing work to is kids on TikTok. 
and people that don't that, have an hour. Yeah, I was saying that's got to be followers. Super frustrating because I remember running the comedy club and they would bring in people that were YouTube stars yep. and you'd watch them go up on stage and just struggle and yep. struggle and you'd get oh, you'd get um, local comedians that would go up and just bury them. Yeah, burn be, it down. And then they'd go up there and be like, "Well, I can't just hit pause and restart like I can on YouTube and now I'm just up here floundering." And it's mm-hmm. actually kind of oh. funny to watch. Well, it is except when you're the comedian who's the feature and you got 150 bucks for that show and right. that guy got straight paid yeah. and didn't 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 do the road didn't put in the li- the miles didn't put in the time so mm. but you know that's a pill that every that's a bitter pill that every yep. performer has or i feel like to the comedian title gets stretched out a little bit oh, to fit yeah. other oh, things okay. that aren't comedy. Oh, right. Thank like, you for saying get, that. Oh, yeah. Like, Thank you. No offense to, you know, Stevie Starr or the he was a human regurgitator. So we brought him into headline, and all it was was him swallowing goldfish and spitting them back up into these little uh, picture film canisters, and he would swallow stuff. Like, there weren't jokes. No. How long was this? How long was the He did it for an hour. An hour? did it for an hour, like yep. swallowing what? different things and spitting up, or even... Yeah, I don't Think Even stay. like Steve-O, for example. Oh, I was at that show. Great storyteller, has lived an incredible life, right. all these experiences mm-hmm. on Jackass. So he goes up and just essentially tells his memoir, but yeah. it's not a stand-up routine. Right. You're just and but then you right. have comedians that have right. gone through all the paces that have to open for him and then watch him just, hey, I'm Steve-O, everybody clap uh, for me. Yeah. And, well, and you're seeing too that men who have been and I mean, not to I mean, you're not a uh, Jeremy Piven. Right. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, actor oh, who kind of got me tooed out of town. And now, hey, I do stand up. And it was basically I went to see the show and it was because I was a huge fan of him. Like I loved him since the movie PCU. But mm-hmm. half an hour of do you know this famous person? Because I do. Yeah. And it was just all the famous people he knew. And then someone then he hired some writer to write some stuff. And it was not great. So you actually got along with him? Yeah, well, actually, he flirted with me. I was like, yep, see, that's what got you in trouble, buddy. See, that is exactly the kind of crap that got you in trouble. Because at the time, I was working for another radio station, and I was like, you know, if you're in town, I'd love to have you come in for an interview. And he's like, yeah, I don't know if my publicist is cool with that. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, last time I saw him, he was coming to town to try to do Mm stand-up, and he brought, uh, I guess it was his opening act with him. I, I don't remember the kid's name, but I'll say his name was George, right? But as a host, it's your job to engage everybody, mm-hmm. right? So I'm talking to Jeremy Piven about this, that, and the other thing, and blah, 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 blah. One of the biggest pricks I've ever met in my life, by the way. Mm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, I turned to George, and I said, so George, tell me a little bit about yourself. And Piven goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm the star here, okay? Oh, he did not. <laughs> yes, he did. He uh, did indeed. I'm like, are you pulling my kit with that? Really? Yeah. You're taking your bit from Entourage a little. You're not, what was his name? Arnie? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not that right. guy. You're not that guy. No. Well, he was that day. I'll tell you that. I, I'm just like, well, look, you brought him in. So I thought I didn't get, well, it's not your job to engage him. Oh, yeah. you're telling me now with what my job is. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He's on the and bill, he- man. <laughs> yeah, he's on the bill. Exactly. If he's not important. Leave him at home. Like, yeah. Why didn't you leave him in the car? Yeah. Leave him in the car. Smoking That's what features do. This is not your dog. Like you, he's not on a leash. Like he's a. Let him talk. I oh. never did understand that though. He he has such an attitude. By the way, I did like a show. Was called like Millionaire or something. His last TV show that got canceled, 
or one in a million or something like oh. it had something to do with a million. I don't know. His TV show was pretty good, actually, but then he went through all the grabbing titty stuff, so they canceled him. Yeah. Well, like I said, it was it, it was it was kind of apparent. <laughs> I was like, yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. I could see yeah. where right away this could get taken the wrong way. He's like, oh, I because he slid right up to me. He's like, well, I assume you're here to see me. <laughs> No, see, now that's something he would say you're here to see me and i was like well but i was i said yeah i said but i'm a comic in town so i'm actually coming to hate watch but <laughs> i didn't say that out loud but I'm like, i really was same with uh, uh joe lovett that was another one that was rough well lovett's yeah he can be very very rough there's no question about it yeah he always seems like he's bored to tears yeah, he 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 uh, he he turned on a lady in the audience, and she turned oh. back on him, and she kind of just oh. went ch -ch -ch and walked, and I was like, oh. Speaking of yeah, audiences, how many with these YouTube clips of all the crowd work comedians are doing? How much is that interrupting, like your your planned show? Yeah. Oh, good question. Um, oh, it, 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 some people do think that that's, that it's helping the show or adding to the show or something like that, but I'm going to take a firm stand here. Crowd work is not stand up comedy. Stand up comedy no. is standing up and just doing comedy. Crowd work yeah. is something you can do. But again, I know Tom will agree with me on this. I mean, you know, Mr. Warmth, Don Rickles, we already had the master of crowd work. Yep. You can't yep. do it better than Rickles. Um, but yeah, these these heckler videos like me versus heckler. Blah, blah, blah. I know people that are losing work because of that corporate work. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. A buddy of mine, I won't say who, but he almost lost a gig because there were and, you know, he's got his corporate page and his good clean stuff. But he had this one heckler video way out deep in YouTube somewhere. And, you know, someone found it and they're like, we almost didn't book you because of this. But we understood it was a nightclub and not corporate so when you're saying is it harder what's harder isn't the live performances it's everybody putting stuff up on video i think that's what's ruining stand-up i think that's what's yep. absolutely ruining yep. all of it is that everybody has to have their little clip or their reel mm -hmm. and yeah you, that's not what a real live stand-up thing is about man it's not radio what we're doing this is a communication among people you yeah. know and it's finite it's just what it is today right now not Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's my rant. Also, I'm lazy and I don't want to edit. <laughs> so I'm just going to come we'll off real avant-garde about it. I'm like, I can't do it. Do you think we'll ever be able to get back to the point where, where comedians can just riff a little bit, go off, off script a little bit, and do what they used to do, like you're yeah. talking about Don Riddle? Do you think uh, that'll ever happen again? I, I do that all the time. That's every one of my Good. sets. That's why, I don't, that's why I don't film. And honest to God, Tevin knows. He's seen me. None of my sets are ever the same. I mean, they're not even no. the same the same. They're not even the same the same night. And it's not, it's not intentional. I have attention deficit. Like something will, I really do. I did, I did. Yeah. Well, I didn't get diagnosed with it until I was 50. Yeah. They finally. You're 50? Yeah. Well, 51. Uh, oh, but yeah, I got monster. late diagnosis. <laughs> I, they just kept giving me antidepressants and said, lay off the booze. I'm like, that's not really mental health, but okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do. I'll, I'll jump wherever or someone will distract me. And if I start mm -hmm. on, on, on stage or like going for my glass of water, I'm like, I have no idea where any of this is going now. <laughs> that is when I will do crowd work because I'm like, you have a shirt. I have to think of something now. Okay. <laughs> One of my favorites ever, by coincidence, was at New Hope Cinema Grill. I went to see Bobby Slayton. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And a woman in the audience went berserk. She hated him so much. <laughs> and then finally, luckily, her husband or boyfriend or whomever it was, her brother, uh, finally talked her into leaving because she was screaming at Slayton and he's making fun of her. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah, people need to understand that the person that's getting paid to be on stage and make fun of people or tell jokes yeah. is not the person yeah. you want to get into a verbal altercation with because they've been doing this no. for years and years and years <laughs> yeah. and will end you in They're about the pros. five minutes. Yeah. And it didn't come from a place of like, we want to really make you laugh. Most mm-hmm. comedians come from a place of this is our wanna... defense mechanism and you're going to get it. <laughs> well, there was, I remember uh, one day there was Big J Okerson was in town. Oh, and the wrestler? He... Love him. Yeah. Love him. The wrestler. Wasn't he a wrestler or something? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't big remember enough, that. Big enough to be a wrestler. I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. I don't think so. But I might be was... confusing. I, well, anyway. But I he like, he's the type, he just kind of sits on his stool tells a bunch of dirty jokes and leaves. And there was a lady that did not like his stand-up at all. So she comes out into the bar and is causing this huge scene. And um, he hears it, gets on stage, or sorry, no, he wasn't on stage yet. He was in the bar. Here's this lady causing a huge scene about another comedian. So he goes up on stage and the first 10 minutes of his set is just F that B word out there, <laughs> C word this. And like, but it, he did it in such a funny way that the whole entire crowd of and 350 people are laughing at this lady. And she just kind of stands up in her seat and is like, I'm just going to go now. Oh my God. I, don't feel comfortable I wanted to be the center of attention, but not that yeah, bad. I, yeah, I changed my mind. <laughs> I no longer want to be seen. You got to be careful. Don't, if, if there's a woman, if there's any comics listening though, and if it's a bachelorette party, do not tangle with that because they're a, they're a pack. They're a pack yeah. that night, yeah. and they they believe that they are lawless. Mm-hmm. They are above <laughs> the law because someone has a bridal outfit on. I was working with this guy Scott Long up in Duluth, and he they had been really loud through my whole thing, but they liked me because I was rowdy. And they did not like Scott. And Scott's like, oh, do you think you could do a better job? And I'm like, don't do it, man. He comes off the stage. He unholsters the mic. It was wireless. Walks to the back to the center of this bachelorette party. He got pelted with drinks. They threw their drinks at him. He's holding the electrified wireless mic, walking back up. And it's like, how do you reset after that? So, yeah, yeah. (laughs) just don't ever tangle with bachelorettes. Just let them, let them, let them do what they're going to do. They'll tire, they'll no tire out. You, know, you guys just reminded me of one thing here, and it, it sticks in my mind, so I have to say it. Big J. Okerson and Dave Chappelle went together and wrote one of the funniest bits ever. Do you know which bit that is? Oh, I bet I know which one you're going to talk about. The blind, yeah. You got it. The blind white supremacist. Those two wrote that. That is one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my entire life. It's uh, Big J is a brilliant writer. He really is. I mean, and obviously Chappelle, everybody knows that he is, but if you ever get a chance, if you've never seen it, ladies and gentlemen, I wouldn't play it around, say, someone who might be offended by it or little children. Let me put it that It's way. not a Christmas type deal. No, no, it's not. But God, it's a great bit. Save it for amazing. Easter. Yeah. Yeah, save it for Easter, exactly. You know, when he takes off his uh, KKK hood, oh and he realizes he probably shouldn't be in the KKK. So when the Reverend comes around. I'm... <laughs> yeah exactly i'm still i'm still kicking myself though why did i think he was a wrestler I, maybe it's because i just watched that show on netflix wrestlers did you watch has anybody watched that uh, no what is that no. oh my god it's fantastic i well i love wrestling i loved like mm. the awa and all that stuff i never really got so into the into it 
after I got to be about 12 years old, but, um, <laughs> right. But, uh, there's this, like a local cable access wrestling. They do live wrestling every week and they do live broadcast every week, but they're doing like a behind the scenes and the guy who writes the storylines and like the whole crowd and the whole crew. And it is absolutely fascinating. Even if you know nothing about wrestling, it is so real and so fascinating. Right. And like, there's a mother daughter, and the mom was a wrestler and then got, you know, pinched and went to jail and then, like, kind of wasn't around, became a wrestler. And then her daughter's a wrestler now. So they wrestle. And, like, it's a little real. Like, <laughs> you know, but it's it's really good. If you're a wrestling fan, check it out. The wrestler. Wrestlers. Wrestlers, I think it's just called. Not the wrestler. You like, said that's on Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Net, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I want to be we a wrestler have- now. <laughs> We have to take a break. If you guys want to stick around, that's fine. But we have Tim Lammers coming up as well. We will be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-ZERORES. That's 952-ZERORES. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES. Backward or forwarded, spells the same. Or book online, ZeroResMinnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res carpet care. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key. West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. 
For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. Before you head back to one of the big box stores for your hunting and shooting needs this season, do yourself a favor and visit my choice, KNL Surplus and Ammo in Lino Lakes. Not only does KNL have one of the widest selections of firearms and ammo in the Twin Cities, they also do business the right way. They want to make sure that you have the right firearm and the right ammo for your needs. Jim, the owner, has over 25 years of experience in the business and will help you find what you need at a fair price. Speaking of prices, a lot of stores are using inflation and supply shortages as an excuse to raise prices on ammunition. Not KNL. Jim's doing everything to hold the line on pricing so you can spend more time on the range. Find out for yourself why KNL Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go in and chat with Jim in person at the store on Lake Drive and Lina Lakes or online at klgunstore.com, klgunstore.com.